0: Why don't we need to wash Negevassar before saying ani? The answer that's given in halacha is that because we don't pronounce Hashem's name, so therefore it's not a problem to say this tefillah, this prayer, without washing Nagavasa. But of course, the question is, being that it's a prayer and I'm speaking to Hashem, wouldn't it be much better to wash Negevassar first and have my hands go through the cleansing process and then to say the prayer even though it doesn't have Hashem's name. So the answer to that, <coughs> which is actually found in Hayom Yom and the David of Shvat, is explained that there are five levels, five names to the Neshama. The neshama has five names, Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chaya, Yechidim. And Chassidus explains it's not just five names, but it, there are five levels of depth, five layers of depth in the soul. And the simplest, the most external level is called nefesh. And then deeper is ruach. And beyond that is neshama. And deeper than that is chaya. And the deepest level is the level called yechidah And this level, which we call yechidah is unique. And it's unique in the sense that no matter what a person does, even if they do the harshest Avera, violate Torah in the most, in the most, um, um, in the most uh, harshest way, nevertheless, that part of the soul is not damaged, not only is not damaged, it's not affected, it's as if nothing ever happened. In fact, this explains why the halacha is that a Yid, even if he sinned, and even if he God forbid converts to another religion according to Jewish law, according to Allah, he remains a yid. And on the surface it's hard to understand. If a person openly declares that they want nothing to do with Judaism, they want nothing to do with Hashem, God forbid. They want to cut off or even go as far as saying that he hates to be connected to Judaism or Hashem and goes and converts to another religion, which is against Judaism, why in the world would the Torah say that nevertheless he's Jewish? I mean, there's no country in the world that if a person declares that he hates the country, and he wants to destroy the country, that the, t- the country will say, well, he still remains a citizen of our country. In every country, there are certain things that if a citizen goes that far, they lose their citizenship, because they're not loyal to the country. So the reason why, according to Torah, a Jew always remains a Jew, is not just because of a biological reason, because a Jew's mother was Jewish, so he's Jewish, it's much deeper than that, it's because deep down inside he has a neshama, and in the neshama itself, the deepest level is Yechida, and the Yechida, that part of the soul is on fire with love for Hashem unconditional love for Hashem, and that love and that fire is always in existence. No matter what He does and where He goes, there's nothing in the world that can extinguish that fire. So therefore, even though on the surface He speaks differently and He acts differently, but deep down inside we know there's an unconditional love burning love for Hashem, love for Torah, love for the Jewish people, and that's His true identity. And that's why, according to Jewish law, a Jew always remains a Jew. Now, if this love is so strong, then how come we don't all act like tzaddikim, like uh, we should be doing all the right things, never do anything that's wrong? And the answer is because it's there in a subconscious level. We don't feel it consciously. And because we don't feel it, it doesn't affect us. However, there's a time of the day where this level of the soul surfaces to a certain extent and that time of the day is in the morning when we wake up. In a sense, because it's the beginning of the day, so therefore this part of the soul, which is also the essence of the soul, the beginning of the soul, not chronologically, but it's the essence of the soul, figuratively speaking, the beginning. Therefore, at this time of the day, that part of the neshama is sort of more pronounced than any other time of the day. And when we say this prayer, it corresponds to the yekhidah. being that it's the part of the soul that there's no impurity in the world that can damage it, can affect it, that can even touch it. Therefore, we dafka say this prayer with hands that are tomei to indicate that this is at the moment where the part of the soul is revealed that no impurity in the world can have any effect on it. And that's why we say modani in that time of the world.